Hello and welcome. Welcome to a very special edition of CPR's Clubhouse Live. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by the iRadio Station panel, of course, from the CPR's Clubhouse crew. To my right, I have the vital assassin, DJ Cliff Potts. Uh, how are you, sir? Good, sir. How are you? Great, great. And I'm I'm truly honored to have these two gentlemen here. I have lots of questions for them, and um, I've been wanting to dialogue with them for a long time. Uh, we got Danny G from uh, New York Rhythm. Hi, Danny. How are you? Good. How you doing? Thank you for having me today. And um, I, I remember Angel Mena having a fit when he had an interview at your radio station, uh, DJ Racer, because he's like, I'm not calling anybody a Puerto Rican gangster. Uh, <laughs> but here we have the Puerto Rican gangster, DJ Racer. Um, that's the first time that I've said it, and I think the last I think I'm going to say it. But uh, yeah. it's an Angel Mena rule. We got an Angel Mena rule. He doesn't allow us to say Puerto Rican gangster. But not I just remember he was going to have a uh interview at your station because i'm not calling him a puerto rican gangster i'm not putting it on the drop um and that's my impression of the angry angel member that's awesome i love it thanks for having me it's good it's good to be here yeah look um we we've been having these opinions online for a long time but i what i wanted to do for 2022 is really have communication and dialogue and talk about i radio stations and and all the things that happen in the vicious cycle that we've had going on social media for so many years. Um, so, you know, we, we also had Danny start a topic uh, um, a couple of days ago in regards to iRadio stations. Uh, Danny, what prompted you to, to, you know, really write your feelings down on social media? You know, sometimes it, it, it takes a lot, right? When you analyze a lot of things and then, you know, with the Facebook algorithms and stuff like that, when you start seeing, the same usual repeated nonsense online. And then you, an you analyze it and overanalyze it and you go, yo, this is a lie. This is nonsense. This is, yes. this is, this is exaggerated. Right. So at some point enough is enough. Right. And you just say, you know what, I'm just going to lay it all out there. See what the opinions come back. Fact, fiction, whatever, whoever has to say, even the phonies in between that like to comment and, and, and play both sides. Right. You know, because because some people, they just don't know. Right. When you stand on the sidelines so long and then you watch this stuff at some point, you're going to blow up. And at some point, you know, without really calling anybody out, you're just going to be like, well, you know what? Let me see what you guys have to say about it. And that's my reasoning behind that type of type of ordeal. Oh, I read that. I want to be part of it so fast. And then uh, DJ Racer also chimed in. I know Cliff Pods did as well. And that's why I invited you all to come together and have this this uh, conversation. I, I radio stations, um, and I will say this uh, up front, uh, they're a valuable asset to the freestyle community. But um, a lot of the things that have happened is the twisting of what I radio station is supposed to do. Uh, sort of like uh, what has been going on throughout the years with countdowns now. Um, and that is that everybody is trying to have one. And everyone's trying to dictate who's the number one artist, um, and they play and they play people not not because it's quality, but because they want to be down with them and they want to be popular. So the same things can be said with some of my radio stations that um, it's not about the i radio station promoting good quality freestyle content. It's more about them promoting themselves uh, and 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 making a name for themselves on the back of the artist when it's supposed to be the other way around. And I've stated this before that the reason why my my show was popular is because we play the new quality freestyle content 
which made the popular, made the artist popular. And in turn, it made my show popular. It wasn't that I was gunning for popularity or or for, for validation. It's because you're trying to do it the right way. You're picking the best of the best to try to carry the the genre for, forward. Uh, so I see that Danny has New York Rhythm, uh, the, the iRadio station. And DJ Racer, you have uh, Music Lovers Radio. How long have you had this, this iRadio station featuring freestyle? Well, uh, I got two. So Music Lovers Radio is a non-freestyle uh, iRadio station okay. that plays everything except freestyle. And then I have Freestyle Lovers Radio, who just features freestyle music 24 hours a day. So you see how I got that wrong, right? Uh, edit, cut, we're out. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so I, on Freestyle Lovers Radio, what is the difference between, uh, other than the fact that you only play freestyle on Freestyle Lovers, um, do you see um, the same amount of people visiting both iRadio stations, or do you see one higher than the other? Well, let me, let me that's a very good question. So I, when I did Music Lovers Radio, which is, it's been three and a half years since I've had Music Lovers Radio, and every time that I would do my shows on Friday, the weekend kickoff make show, I, I would interview mostly about 80% of the time was a freestyle artist. Right. And most of the freestyle artists that I spoke to are new freestyle or new wave freestyle, new generation freestyle, whatever you want to call it. Yes. And, and most of them would tell me that they don't have a station that features their music. Every I radio station that they tune into is playing the classic freestyle. Right. So light bulb comes up and I say, okay, let me do something for the artist. Now, keep in mind, I did this mainly for the artist, not for me, not for the fans, sorry to say, but for the artist. And I said, okay, let me give you a platform and I'm going to only play new freestyle music. And I did. I did. Uh, I got a lot of fans irate because there was no classic freestyle. So what I did was I dedicated Freaky Freestyle Friday mm -hmm one day out of the week to classic freestyle but the six days are just dedicated to the freestyle new freestyle music then it became frustrating to me as the owner of the radio station because i did this for them because it's something that they claimed they needed yes. and since then the no one none, none of the artists very few have bothered to promote it uh none have shown any interest in it and it's like, wait a minute, you told me yourselves out of your mouth that you wanted a platform where your music is being heard 24 hours a day. And I gave you that, but you're not sending anybody there to listen to your music or to support it. So it's frustrating because I just, I, I don't get what they want. I really don't get what they want. I completely agree. Uh, so, um, you know, for me, um, working on FM radio, we have uh, 90.7's Clubhouse Dance Music. It's 4,000 watts, 45 minutes, any direction. And then uh, after a while, we got connected by um, uh, getting the radio station on TuneIn Radio app and things like that. So that's how we started on on, on uh, iRadio. So, so the same thing. Um, there's a lot of people that don't want to support new music. But for me, I thought it was important because there was so much quality stuff coming out for me to push quality freestyle music. So since since I started uh, freestyle um, on FM radio, I've been uh, you know trying to bring both both worlds together. Um, so I got a lot of resistance too uh, uh, from the community because they wanted to hear classics all day, 
and we have six hours, I can't dedicate six hours to playing, you know, freestyles, greatest hits, volumes one through seven, right? And uh, that's what they want, right? Is is either puppet or spring love or you know, crying over you and then repeat. And also, if that was the case, I, I don't even have to go to the station. I can just put a CD in, put it on repeat and go home and just, you know, come back in a couple hours. Um, but but um, all the things that we've done collectively with good intentions, uh, Cliff Potts, he DJs new music. He blends it together. He sends me a 10-minute and a 30-minute mix on a weekly basis with, with mostly the, all the new stuff. There's sometimes where he has a classic mix, but for the most part, what he's handed to me are mixes with new freestyle artists on it. And and the issue is, is that the iRadio stations, because there are so many, um, they're all competing for that artist's attention. Um, and when they don't get it, they become vindictive. They, they become um, iRadio stations that either ignore the artist or penalize the artist for going somewhere else, either to bring their music or to um you know uh go up to their to another station to do an interview and and that's where all the issues started and now this started you know a few years back now is at the worst i've ever seen it uh does anybody have a comment on that i mean i mean i do i mean because i ha i have cliff potts here i have uh dj racer here right members that were formerly team ubm right and we were united by music and we not not only did we particularly focus on freestyle heavy right but because of all the drama and everything else that surrounds the genre right between like you said the uh other i radio stations fighting for that uh new artist attention or whatever hell cliff potts used to used to drop a an excellent saturday night set every time and he would break these records in in and out racer on friday night would also do the um you know interviews consistently right on top of breaking new music right but what would happen when the other i radio stations would focus on these two individuals or focus on what we were doing right they would get jealous or start pity pitting artists against each other right and then what you would hear right they don't understand that not only are we a small community right but the stuff gets back to us right so as as djs that are breaking this music you have you, you you hear everything that's coming in and it's predominantly negative right and it spins right. all these things so it, it, it it's it's just it's just bad all around, you know. It's just and, it's and just... most of the negative, most of the negative feedback is attached to the new music and the new artists, and that's why it's a turnoff to all the people that support the classic artists. Now, um, Potts, uh, uh, Cliff, um, you know the the way that you came about working with me was that you were given an ultimatum when you were uh, reporting for an i radio station. Uh, do you remember what that ultimatum was? I mean, it was a few years back. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they determined that um, there was a conflict with me reporting to multiple outlets on what my top 10 was. And, you know, they felt because I was associated with CPR's clubhouse that uh, it, it just wasn't going to work. And I laugh at that because, you know, listen, I've been in this industry spinning in clubs since I was 17 years old at 19, 1987. 
right? I mean, we back then we reported not at, not in '87, but from 1990 to 1992, I reported to Billboard, I reported to the record pools, I reported to radio stations. It, it, you know, there's no such thing as oh, you have a conflict because you report to more than you know one source. And uh, you know, I think it goes back to it. it to me, it, it shouldn't matter whether somebody likes somebody or not, whether they work at this I radio station, whether they work at this FM radio station. The end goal of all of us you know, on this call is to promote quality freestyle music, right? Whether it's new, keeping the classics alive, because, you know, I, I will say as a DJ, I can't go into a club and play five hours of new school freestyle. Absolutely. I'm going to walk out after an hour, right? So you got to, you got to have that mix. And, you know, and, and to your point, you know, when I send you a mix, you know, I'm trying to keep everybody engaged in the mix by hill classic, classic, boom, hit you with something new then hit you with a classic and, 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 you know, just going back to the drama because somebody doesn't like somebody, you're doing a disservice to the fans. You're doing a disservice to freestyle. And what everybody forgets is man, back in the day growing up when you weren't playing in a club, you were going to listen to other DJs because everybody was today. There's no creativity. I'll, I'll tell you today. There's no creativity. Somebody plays Suave crying over you. They play for the full seven minutes from the beginning to the end. And, you know, after three minutes, you're like, all right, change the record again. Nothing wrong with you, Suave. We just after three minutes, we just need to get to another song. Um, but but you you know you went back in a day to listen to all these DJs because everybody was really creative. Dub mixes, edit mixes, you know, moving, and you said, so, "Oh wow, you know what? I never thought of that." And not that you would emulate it, but you would take some creative ways or creative thinking back and saying, "Hey, I'm going to try this." You know. Today, because you know, iRadio Station One doesn't like iRadio Station Two, and they try to tell their listeners, and don't go over there. They don't play your music. They play shitty music. You know, there's probably some good DJs there, or some quality mixes that are being heard. And as a DJ, and even as a fan, you should appreciate the the differences that you can hear. But I, I think that's lost, and that's just my feeling. No, I, I, I you you make a valid point, right, sir? If I want to chime in on what, on what Cliff Pot said, because he, he he made a very interesting point. The artists are told by fans, don't go to that ice station because they're not playing your music. And I think that's the major part of the problem is the artists need to take responsibility for their own music, for their own actions, rather than listen to the fans and listen to the people, the moderators and people that run their pages and, and whatever the case may be. You're an artist. Your job is to get your music played in the 200 iRadio stations, if you could, it right. shouldn't be limited to which iStation plays it. And they need to you re really just stop listening to the fans and just take action. Just just do what they feel is right. That's it. Yeah. And, and now it's gotten to the point where now we have freestyle groups on social media that are trying to dictate that as well. So it's not only the iRadio station, but it's the freestyle music group, um, no pun intended, uh, on DJ Racer. It's just the internet freestyle community, the IFC, which is what I've named it. Um, and we have a lot of toxic fandom um, because they're always talking about the way things should be. You know, one minute they're asking for TKAs to come out with a new song. Then they come out with it and it's like, oh, but it doesn't sound like Maria. So it's it's always uh, if and or but and conditional support. Um, and what I see from the iRadio stations and the, the groups is that, again, it's not about... Um, uh, the the artists getting that representation, like what we've talked about here, is about the individual putting either the group together or the iRadio station together or whatever they're trying to do is for them to become popular 
is for them to become a freestyle social climber where they're trying to attach themselves to another person of talent to try to get some of that juice for them so then they could become relevant and it's is is the um like a like a, a tv um reality show but on social media for freestyle and it, it does it a disservice for me uh for a long time a good 10 years i was mr exclusive and um i would get all the new music first and all the artists would come to me and what ended up happening was that the artists were being penalized by these i radio stations who would who would now get upset with them and say well you went to cpr first so we're not going to play your your song or they will have to do something special for that i radio station to feel special um and then what i ended up doing was i would tell everyone you know go to whoever you want to first it doesn't matter to me anymore because it's a different situation you know i'm i'm in massachusetts in new england and i play at a 4000 watt radio station and you know we you know people can drive 45 minutes in any direction they could tune into the tune in radio app and they can get it we have a podcast we have a lot of different venues and avenues to get the music out there but what i don't want is for an artist to be penalized because um they they came to me with their music first which goes to what you said racer uh on social media and i'll bring it up now is that um you know you you've um haven't been happy with the artists that ask you to put together freestyle music lovers radio not supporting freestyle music lovers radio and, and i get that because i do a podcast and i try to get the artists to click on the podcast to find out where they are on the countdown and they won't press play you know um and that's a frustrating thing but as far as them showing up to the i radio stations and to the lives and things like that they feel that they can't because if they show up for for example uh danny's new york rhythm and they don't show up for erasers freestyle lovers something will happen there either with the fandom or the supporters of each individual i radio station where it would turn into a negative thing instead of a positive thing for the artist so the artists just stay away and because it's not as fun as it was before when we had the freestyle file with dj paradise where everybody made it a point to go to that one show to support it because they were going to have um a featured artist that week but I, I, you know, and, and I think that's, you know, I'm going to use that as a springboard to talk about. And to me, that's part of the problem, right? You have, you know, 200 I radio stations, right? Each playing, whether a different format, different songs at every time until those owners of the I radio stations come to a collective agreement to say, hey, listen, if we want to attract more people to our platform, whether it be Facebook, whether it be through the, you know, tune in or, you know, an app, they got to have, you got to come up with some time slots. You got to say, Hey, listen, you know what? On Fridays, it's going to be eight to nine. We're going to support Danny at New York rhythm. Then nine to 10, we're going to support racer on, you know, um, freestyle lovers radio. When you have everybody going at, at, you know, 200 live DJs at once, half of them are shitty half of them are playing crap and then the other half are really good and nobody gets to hear them it's it's because of that and until you know this is not fm radio so until you all get together for this small slice of the freestyle pie you know get together and say hey let's promote each other on these times and, and that's it and some of them do right new york rhythm um freestyle lovers radio they do it you know they hey we'll support this time you support us but that's four or five out of 200 there is really not going to be a dead made. 
And you know, you know, Cliff, I, it's it's funny that you say that, right? Because you know, we live in a society, right, where where for the artists in general, right, they let they let the fans dictate their life, right? And you know, for other people, right, that look at your craft or look at racers' craft, they're like, oh yeah, those are the B side DJs. Excuse me, B-side DJs. We're the ones that are mixing the dubs and giving you something creative. We're the ones that are taking, you know, the new music, the acapellas, and putting it over something old, so that way you can't say, "Oh, I don't like this," right? And and to your point, you're absolutely right. You know, more iRadio stations need to get together, right? On Monday night, Racer will come and jo and join my show, right, and with, with 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 his crew. And then I'll go with my crew and join and join the show on Monday night, or we'll do it vice versa. Racers playing on Friday, we'll support each other, right? But Racer can tell you we've tried this before. What happens? The egos now, right? Mm -hmm. You got the fans, and then you got the iRadio station owners that think that well, I've been doing this for ten years, I've been doing this for twenty years, or you know, you guys can't compare it to what we do. Nah, come on, man. We we're already doing it. You know what I'm saying? Me and Racer are doing it, but other people they're they're set in their mind about that mentality that well we're better than you, you know? Because everybody thinks that they have the formula for freestyle, and and their formula is the correct one. Um, and a lot of the iRadio stations that are being created are being created out of spite. It's not being created out of creativity or out of giving people opportunity. It's being created to show someone that they should have never been shunned from whatever they were doing. And they're going to try to come back and write this new um, uh, history page in, in their music where they're going to create something that where everybody's going to come and, and, and pay attention, uh, which brings me to uh, a topic in, in regards to the iRadio station. And that is the ongoing lies about numbers and the people that are part of that iRadio station. Now, um, numbers don't lie, and numbers can be uh, accessed. Um, and you can tell when the numbers are not real. You can tell when numbers are, are you know, beefed up a little bit. And you can tell what is real and what is not. So the first thing about the iRadio stations is the cost. Um, when I first started um, on, on TuneIn Radio app, and, and um, I started broadcasting from, from New England, I was approached by iRadio station, and I will mention them. Um, but they they were like, um, can we take the stream and play it on our iRadio station? I'm like, great, let's do it. No problem. So, you know, they offered, I put it in, and, um, you know, it worked out. You know, it was fun. I, I thought it was cool. I would send them shout-outs in return. I would promote them on my FM radio station, and then people would tune in to them as well. But then it became a situation where they would tell me, oh, man, you did great. You had 10,000 people listening to you tonight. You know, most of them from Brazil and um, or they would tell you. And, and then 20 minutes later, they're like, you know, can you give me 40 bucks, you know, so I could pay my cable bill or or I got to charge you every month to, to carry your stream. I'm like, well, first of all, you offered to carry my stream. You never said anything about compensation when I asked. And now you're asking for compensation. And I don't have a problem giving compensation or, or paying you to, to carry my show just to support what you're doing. Because as a type of person that I am, you know, I get the music for free and I still buy it. Um, and so, you know, it just became that. It, it came, uh, they had to create a lie so that I, they can get money from me when that wasn't necessary. And I think that now here we fast forward 10 years later, 
and it happened again and again, and it's still happening. So I wanted to clear up some of those things about those misconceptions about um, the listenership and and uh, the the payment of royalties and and the listenership. Um, I'll, I'll jump in there first. So so first of all, as Danny said, every number to every station is accessible. It may not be easy to access it, but there's always a way to access it, right? And if you're not clever enough to realize that it's iRadio. There are times I tune into my to my station and there's two listeners and I go, what the hell? And then there's days I click in it and there's 46 people and I'm like, yay, 46 people. Now, 46 people may not seem like a lot to people. 46 people to me is, I'll take it. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mention his name because he he, uh, he made his uh, post public on his, on his page. Alex Zuniga, which is an artist, posted that in, in, uh, a particular station, iRadio station, was charging artists to play their music on on their station. Now, I and, and I say this with all due respect, if you are an owner of an iRadio station and you cannot afford to pay the fees for an iRadio station, then maybe you should not have an iRadio station. Do not charge starving artists who are already battling to make ends meet 40 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever the case may be to play their music. I mean, I, I I feel like puking when I when I when I read that and I commented on that post. It, it's disgusting for anyone to want to charge an artist, especially. Come on, we're talking about freestyle music. It's yeah. hard enough to make ends meet on freestyle music, and you're going to charge an artist to play the music. But I'll say this: at that point, I think it's the responsibility again of the artist to realize that what they're doing is shady, and do something about it and stop supporting that individual station. Because if they're charging you to play your music, they're shady, they're bad people, eliminate yourself from them. But I'll also say, I think it's part of, you know, some artists are going to say, you know what, I'm going to pay it because I'm too lazy. I don't have the time to promote myself. So let me pay them the 40, let them rock my song. Let me see what happens, you know? And, and today, most of the newer artists, they promote themselves in the wrong way. They promote their music in the wrong way. And, you know, I'll come out and say it. Um, when I buy music that's released today, um, it's got to be a really great song. And if it's an okay song, I I'm selfish and I'm going to admit it. Uh, listen, I, you know, besides playing at big events and on FM radio and, you know, all other stations, if, if you're not going to supply me with your track, I ain't going to buy it because I'm not going to support it because it's just an average song. Now, there's artists who said, Cliff, hey, I'm giving you this three weeks in advance. Let me know if you like it. You can play it. Go ahead. And then you know what I do? I turn around and buy their track because they supported me. So I'm going to support them. Right. Um, but at, at the end of the day, you know, when I see, you know, somebody say, hey, my new song is going to be played on, you know, this iRadio station. They're going to be live on Facebook and they have three people there. You know, right. God bless you. Go, good luck from promoting your song, and uh, hopefully you sell ten copies. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> um, and, and and that's the that's the issue with the the internet freestyle community. Um, and we'll let uh, DJ Racer come back in. Uh, the internet freestyle community likes to lie about numbers because of the fact that they're looking for that pay. Now, in my day, when I was paying the four dollars a month, uh, each individual DJ that had a slot was paying a fee. So that DJ that owned the iRadio station was clocking $30, $40 a month.
from each individual DJ, and they had, you know, 15 to 20. So they were trying to make it into a monetary thing without saying these things up front. Um, when you give the information up front, if somebody wants to take that deal, then they take it. But it, it continues on in different ways now, in ways that are not healthy, and it creates a negative cycle and a toxic uh, freestyle fan base that um, we are dealing with, you know, for the last four or five years. Now, Danny, let me ask you, how much does it cost monthly to have an iRadio station? So monthly to have an iRadio station is with the highest quality, unlimited storage, everything. You're talking $30 a month tops, right? $30 a month, right? And now, if you want to do like fancy stuff, licensing, all that stuff, Live 365, that's another $50 a month, right? And then whatever you put into the other costs, website, app, all that stuff, that's all, you know, monetary costs that, that, that go in. But if you're just talking just iRadio off the top, $30 a month. Now, you mentioned something about fake numbers, right? I got so tired of telling people what their numbers were, right? So I would give them my stats and I would tell them, listen, don't follow these numbers. You follow the unique numbers, right? Unique listeners, right? Because the unique listeners will tell you if it says there's 20 people that are actively listening, but there's 15 unique listeners, that means five of those are coming from the same household, same IP address, same not. Someone is trying to fidge those numbers. So I always say go after the unique numbers. So it, this is a um, – it could be a cost. You could be paying $100 a month between 30 and 100 if you want to do everything legitimately. Um, so, again, it, it's, it's something that the community needs to know so they understand. And even the DJs that are part of these iRadio stations where they're charging them every month, and they're telling them these these um, these stories, um, and so what you're doing right now is probably paying a bill for them, maybe the the, the internet bill. Um, and again, if that was all up front, it wouldn't be an issue. Now, when a when a iRadio station claims that they're going to be paying royalties, uh, what do you think about that? I I don't I don't believe it, right? You, even because I've tried to make the calls to ask him. I've tried to put in the letters, right? And even then, they say it's like some weird blanket license and there's some underwriting in it that applies to FM. And the rules surrounding licensing on an iRadio station, it's it's iffy, right? The only other platform that I know that does that and does it clear is Live 365. But even if you own an iRadio station that you're paying for somewhere else and you manage to get that stream over there to Live 365, the listener count has to count on the, on the Live 365 area just for an artist to even get a cent if they're lucky. And we're talking freestyle here. It, it, they're barely going to ever see anything. So we, we looked over the numbers. I saw um, one specific station, the one that I used to frequent all the time, and their peak listenership you know, for the last year, it was like 86, you know, which is not bad you know, for an iRadio station. But that's the highest number that they've reached for that whole entire year. At the time, there were two people listening out of 10,000 on, on you know, prime time, daytime. Um, so again, is it really worth it to cook up the numbers and then for the artists to be paying these stations to then only have an audience of two, you know, which could be 
someone duplicating that 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 listenership from the same home. And so you have two unique listeners with 15 people. Somebody's playing their iPod, their computer. Um, you know, somebody is, is, is playing, uh, you know, from their tablet just to make pretend that they mean something that they're not. You um, know, it, it's funny. Can I just say one quick thing? Sure. So what's the majority that you see now, right? You see a live DJ on a video, right? So that iRadio station, a lot of iRadio stations do it, right? They have a live platform and then they have, you know, the DJ that broadcasts, right? So if 50 people are watching that video, that's 50 people that are taken away from the iRadio. So where where is the artist getting paid at that point? If if anything, where are the listeners? Right. So, you know, like, and I also think about the countdowns, right? So I know that I have a listenership because I'm on FM radio and it's 4,000 watts and I, I do a poll every week and a few hundred people vote, you know, and I know that I get the feedback that I need to, to come up with the, the best possible um, scenario. But then I see others that it's like, you know, if you, if you retweet me or, you know, if you have to do a service to the iRadio station first, and you got to service them and then they'll give you the attention. And then the only way that they get a listenership is when they do a live, like you just claimed uh, you, or you stated. Um, and that's the main number that they get. So if there's 30 people there, that's the whole entire audience plus two that are on the radio on the iRadio station. So it's a total of, you know, 34 people that listen to that, that, that show or whatever the case may be, which is, it's, it's, it's okay, but don't make it seem like, this is the definitive way of, of doing things when, you know, there are more shows that get more numbers and, and better feedback and better quality of music is being played. You know, for me, I don't play music uh, to get the artist to be my friend. Um, and it doesn't matter where you come from. Um, you know, if it's not quality to the standards that I feel should be uh, quality and standards, I just won't play it. You know, I respect um, what, the individuals here joining me today do um you know one thing that i i've seen dj racer do is hand out awards um and and you hand these awards out because it comes from you and it comes from your feedback and it comes from the things that you put into this music how much of a backlash if i may ask have you gotten from those awards you know i wouldn't call it a backlash i if you want to call a backlash i do get a huge backlash when it comes to the end of the year artist of the of the year award with with the, with that right right yeah it, i always pray for you at the end of the year right? <laughs> and let me tell you something at the end of the day right we're all going to do cliff cliff Potts when he djs he has a particular way of djing uh danny g put djs a particular way i dj a particular way it's the same thing with countdowns you're going to base countdowns on the music that you feel so let me i, I and i want to clear something up so in in the past i've always made it so that anybody could could vote for any right. artist at the end of the year and that became a hot mess because we had a bunch of fake people and a bunch of fake accounts it, it became a popularity contest yeah i remember racer gate 2019 i remember yeah so 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 what we did this year is i said i'm gonna only make eligible the 12 people that were artists of the month so if you were good enough to be artist of the month, then you deserve a spot to be artist of the year. That makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to anybody else, but it sure makes sense to me. So I put those 12 people on the poll and I let people vote on just those 12 people. And it was a lot better this year. Diddle D won it. I'm very happy for him. 
I I think that was a very very good track he did this year. So I'm I'm happy for him. But now my when cousin, he puts uh, him, my cousin Antonio Mercado who works with you, oh, oh uh, yeah, he was he was winning the poll. He called me. I'm like, you better hope to God that you don't win. He goes, why? He goes, let me explain to you why. And then <laughs> I explained to him Razor Gate uh, 2019, and then I explained to him uh, Larry V 2020. You know what I mean? And all the stupid things that happen every year uh, with people and their opinion and the toxicity of the toxic freestyle fandom because it has to be the way that they want it, and if it's not the way that they ha they want it, then they're gonna try to destroy you, which is another issue in our community but uh again I, I every year when i talk about this to cliff and i'm like god bless razor it's gonna be a tough one you know it, it's a tough one but it's one of those things again if you're willing to do it then you're willing to take the backlash and i'm willing to take the backlash and i know that not everybody's going to be happy and i don't expect everybody to be happy but I, I will say this and i know that everything i say always comes back to the artist but at the end of the day whether you're on that poll at number 20 or number one be grateful that you're on a damn poll. Be Good grateful for your music, what got chosen to be on a poll. Doesn't matter which poll you're in. Be grateful you made it into a goddamn poll and, and just be happy. It doesn't matter if you're 20 or number one. Yeah, I, I could count in my hands how many thank yous I got for CPR's top 40 of 2021. 20, uh, um, and, and every year is, is different. I mean, it's died down a little bit from 2019 to 2020. Uh, one and not 2022 but every year i guess some people calling me in you know in my inbox oh you forgot about me forgot my song i got people that is like happy new year cpr how come i'm not on the countdown and i'm like so you're not really wishing me a happy new year right you just wanted to know about the countdown you know or they start arguing on why they should have been and why their song is good and you know i break it down for them and i try to be as positive as possible um even though they test my patience but but the fact is is like uh, the intentions, the good intentions are there. None of you are dipping into anybody else's pockets to try to make a name for yourself. And that's the part that I admire about the panel. I, you know, and, and what I've seen is there's a lot of um, people feeding uh, false information on social media on things that they said that they did that they didn't, you know. Um, and I always go back to the same uh, uh not topic by the same statement if you were on hot productions and you were distributed by them in the 90s and you were a filler artist on a filler compilation and now 20 something years later you're saying that you're something when you were never anything then that's the evaluation that we have to do when it comes to social media but now you know if you're a a moderator at a at a at a social media group you're a freestyle artist too you know so Everybody wants to wear different hats at the same time, and it's just not not working. And and, and I want to bring up an, another point, and and this is something that if 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 people are wise enough, they they they'll be able to notice what's going on. But there's certain ice stations out there that are promote a show that's going to be happening in a year, right? Yeah. So what happens? So what happens is what what they do is they 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 gather a show which is not a real show; it's a fake show. Right. right, but what happens? All the fans that love those artists now all of a sudden start listening to that station. But then people forget so fast that in the year when that show doesn't happen, they even forgot that they posted for that. It's a scam. It's a big scam that's going. This one station, and I'm not going to mention the name, but it's very easy to figure out that recently posted 
my station is moving to, you ready for this? XM Radio in 2023. First of all, number one, you're lying. Number two, Oprah Winfrey right now is fighting to get a spot in XM Radio. Wait, and number three, if you could afford to get an XM Radio, why wait to 2023? Let's do it now. Exactly. Um, and, and you know, and that's something else that um, I needed to bring up as well. And is that there are some FM radio stations that have an iRadio feel to it. They have an app or they have a way for you to, to tune into them. And now they're selling packages to Billboard. Um, and these packages to Billboard um, are being purchased by um, the, what I call the lower tier artists, the people that are on a come up. You know, if you're on the come up, right? And you're that artist that's on the come up. If Stevie B, Cynthia, TKA, George Lamont, if they're not on Billboard, what makes you think that you're going to be on Billboard because you pay a fee? Um, and 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 when you're working with real radio stations with, you know, whether it be 100 watts or whether it be whatever, um, if they're asking you for money for play, that is illegal. It's called payola. Uh, please Google it. And I think that's freestyle biggest detriment, and that is that they don't know how to Google. Um, if you Google these radio stations, they're not real radio stations. They're actually homes, <laughs> you know, people's garages. Um, there's, you know, backyards, you know, that have this antenna coming out. All you have to do is Google their address. Um, and so they're they're cutting into the iRadio station market, but now they're taking it a step further, and they're saying, we're FM radio, and we're offering to play you, but this is the fee. And not only are you going to be on Billboard or on an FM radio station and it's going to be reported, but um, you got to pay us this fee for that to happen. But you're going to get this special treatment. You're going to get this special treatment. And so, again, all of these things, be, uh, uh, it makes a toxic um, uh, uh, circle of lies, a toxic circle of bad information, and a toxic circle of when people are doing it the correct way, um, you're never going to see these people agree with you doing it the right way because they have been brainwashed into thinking that that way that they're telling them right now is the real way. Right, yeah, but, you know, shame on the artist, right, right. for not doing the homework to understand what they're actually purchasing, where their song is going, because, you know, back to your point, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, an FM station that, you know, is 100 watts, right? Um being played on a station that's 100 watts has no effect on billboard none it's not in a big market area it doesn't reach enough you know every time you look at you know nielsen ratings they're really focusing on the you know let's be real 40,000 45,000 plus watt radio stations you know in, in large major cities um it, it's great if you're going to get played on an fm radio no matter if they're 10 watts but if you're buying to think that the outcome is going to be, hey, I'm going to get on Billboard's top 100. I'm going to get in Billboard's, you know, top 200, whatever it may be. It's not going to happen, you know. And I mean, we can talk about, you know, um, on on Sundays we're on Party 101, right? Now there, iHeartRadio, hell, their office is on Wall Street in Manhattan, and not at a somebody's house at a hundred watt radio station. That's where they need to do the homework and really listen. If you're an iRadio and playing on uh, iHeartRadio. And you got an office on Wall Street. Hell, you're reaching, you know, somebody. I, I need to, you know, play there, get my song played there. You know, not yeah. just being sold, you know, a hope and a dream for, you know, whatever it is, five, six, seven thousand dollars. 
Well, social media has 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 a tendency of empowering the wrong people. Today, I'm an iRadio station owner. Tomorrow, I'm a promoter. Then the next day after that, uh, I, I'm the artist's manager, and then it keeps going. I just keep ro rolling through these different hats, and then as an artist, I go, "Oh wow, they're they're telling the truth. They're telling the truth." But they take zero time to actually do the investigation and and do the homework, and then they get mad at all the wrong people for spitting out the facts. Right? Yeah. When I spit out any factual information, I get bombarded in my in my um, messages. Um, and you know, I would like to trade messages with DJ Racer to see and compare. I'm sure that I, I get I get a little bit more than you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm sure you do, and it, it, you know it, it. It brings back you know, at the end of the day, I'm not a, a FM station owner, so I I cannot speak on that because I have no idea what owning an FM station is. But I I was when I was interviewing Karina, her and I had a really deep conversation about that during the interview, and it's it's on my Miss Cloud. They want to listen to it. And, and, and I said to her, and I said, with no disrespect to anybody, I personally don't know too many people that listen to FM anymore. You know, when I get in my car, if I'm not listening to my station, I'm, I'm listening to XM Radio, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and um, Pitbull Globalization, mm -hmm. Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern time, they have a freestyle hour. And for you, mm -hmm. a new female artist, they play zero new freestyle. It's all classics, right? Yeah. So... It, like, like Cliff Pot says, they have to do their homework and they have to figure out what exactly they're investing on and what exactly they want to get out of that investment. Right. That, so they get out of it. So, you know, the, the thing with freestyle is that they base freestyle bases the truth on who got to them first. I've said this for many years. So you come to me with a story, you're going to believe it. Hey, man, this guy was on Hot Productions. He was, uh, you know, the, the filler artist on compilation number 17 for Tango Records, whatever. And now here he is, or, or she is, uh, 20 years later, and they're saying, I have the key for freestyle success. Well, guess what? If Joey Gardner doesn't have the key to success at the moment, and neither does uh, somebody like Berrios or or TKA, or, you know, or anyone that, that has been a pioneer, Andy Panda, then whoever's coming to you with this, this, uh, this elaborate story is not telling you the truth. And so the, the way that it creates a toxic environment is this. You get somebody that invests in this idea. And now that person's ego inflates to the point where they're unbearable. And so now the iRadio stations who are really trying to help them, um, they try to get them to do anything so they can promote them correctly. And then they turn on those iRadio stations and act as if they are beneath them. Um, and so, and, and not only that, but they become insufferable to even the fans that got them to whatever position they're in. So it just creates this ego, creates this false narrative, creates this, this, um, this false sense of, I am bigger than the pioneers of this genre of music, which is what has caused all the issues in the years, at least four or five that we've been on social media, trying to have these conversations. And so we have to do better at providing factual information, which is public knowledge, right? So if I put something out there that's public knowledge that I can Google and people get mad at me because of it, even though it's public record, that's the biggest issue in our social media, uh, internet freestyle community that nobody wants to learn facts. They just want to go with, this is who I am and this is my personality on social media. 
and believe me, I am the truth. No punt to uh, Diddle D. I mean, I don't have the recipe. You know, if I did have the recipe, um, I'd probably, you know, be rich. But uh, you wouldn't be on CPR's Clubhouse crew. <laughs> I'd still be on CPR's Clubhouse crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you're a new artist and you're, you know, being fed, you know, lies, but, you know, you're trying to look past it and say, hey, I, I can be a success. Um, look at the new Fly Groove track, right? If that doesn't get played on major market FM radio stations and hit billboard, any new artist, you're not doing it either. Because to me, that song is the recipe for a freestyle track in a big market FM radio station. And, and if they, they can't... Do, and they will do what freestyle do, does all the time. They will ignore it. You know why? <laughs> because because it's a young guy. It's a, it's a sound where it combines the classic sound with a, with a new young voice. And they're going to ignore it as they always do, as they yeah. did with Anthony Ramos last year, yeah. um, because because they want to take that toxic fandom that is freestyle and say, no, nah, this is the way that it's supposed to be. Um, and, and toxic fandoms are created for anything, for movies, um, it's created for um, for any form of entertainment, you know, sport, but especially for freestyle, which is a small little island that we live in. And because in that small little island, people are promoted to positions that they never earned. That's the reason why people are going to reject Fly Groove. Um, that's why they're going to reject all the new ideas that these men have had in regards to promoting good quality freestyle content, because it doesn't, it doesn't go with their agenda. And their agenda is I'm going to use whatever means possible to become something that I portray to be on social media. People portray to know facts and they'll go and they'll put in their uh, assumptions or information they got from some other one instead of having a conversation as we're having uh, right now. Yeah, I mean, everybody forgets, you know, back in the day, you know, before before technology, before social media, you could lie to get to to make numbers right before before there was sound scan and your 12 inch vinyl came out or your, you know, or your, you know, 45, even your CD or cassette single. There was no barcodes on there. Right. You went up there, you paid your five dollars for your for your 12 inch and you walked out of the store with it. The, the you know, record labels had two books. What they truly sold and what they were telling everybody they sold because there was no record. I could sell, you know, unique records out in Long Island, the distribution label for, you know, all the independents. And, you know, I'll say let's just use Micmac for an example. I sold them 50,000 copies of, you know, uh, Dream Boy, Dream Girl. Oh, no, no, let me step back. I sold them 50,000 copies of Andre's Reach for Me Tonight. And then, oh. I, <laughs> and then I sold another 100,000 here. But you know what? I sold 5,000, you know, but my book said I shipped out 100,000 of them. So here's my book saying, here's my numbers. I'm going to the radio stations. This is what happened today. You can't do that. So now you have social media and you say, hey, this is how I'm going to get by it. But back to the point we talked about a little earlier, there's still data there. Whether you choose to go find it or you choose to believe it, well, that's going to drive your decision, you know, right or wrong. I'm selling CPR bridges starting next week. <laughs> and the pro the problem with to add to what you're saying, Cliff, is that because there's so neg so much negativity around the freestyle, right? Everyone looks at it and just big radio company. They walk away. They say, "I don't want to deal with it." Right? 
if if this was here back then and flash forward, it's still here, but amplified because now we have social media and everything else, and then we have everyone that wants to wear the 50 million hats. It's it's just gonna be overshadowed, overlooked. And if we look at all the things that freestyle has bastardized, we have a bad track record. We can go back to Glenn Gutierrez and, and iTunes and the inception of the digital download. They didn't believe them. It took Freestyle seven years at least to catch up. We fast forward to iRadio stations, right? And they bastardized those iRadio stations. And um, we went to countdowns. They bastardized the countdowns. Poor DJ Racer. And, um, uh, you know, and uh, we, we go to anything that Freestyle attempts to do to promote the music in a quality manner gets put under the microscope and then if they don't like it they try to destroy it um you know and so we can go down the line and let's talk about the latest that was streaming um you know uh our friend gino caporelli taught the the internet freestyle community how to do the streaming the legit way and then they turned around and they said you're a liar you don't know what you're doing and your numbers are cooked you know so in any time they, they put this 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 false narrative like um, Stevie B comes and says, you know, this is what's going on right now with the music. This is the way that I feel. That first um, a video that he did uh, almost two years ago. And then they turned it into something totally different from what he said. And then it created a war because they needed to uh, sick, uh, take these people and, and, and suck them in to that world. That's why um, they took every word that he said for the most part in the beginning and they twisted it to their own uh, agenda. And then it became something totally different. Then, you know, Stevie lost his mind and started cursing everybody out. But again, it's it's what we do within our internet freestyle community, you know, that where we pick sides and we always pick the wrong side somehow. Um, and, and it's accusatory. You did this, you did this. And that's why um, I want to say that I'm glad that I've, I've gotten the opportunity to get everybody together to discuss these things. And I'm not saying that things are going to change, but I, I do feel like there should be more communication like this in regards to all the information and hype that's always on social media. Like when I see somebody saying, you know, on commercial radio, we got this song and the song is written poorly and the song doesn't make any sense, but allegedly is on commercial radio and it's going to go to all these top 40 charts. Is anybody going to question that? Is anybody going to question the fact that this guy has a billboard um, with with their song on it, um, and I can get a replica of that for three hundred and seventy five dollars. Like, does anybody question anything anymore, or do we just take everything as is? But let's not go fund me for somebody that passed away or that's sick, because then we're going to question everything that they put on social media. Oh, look, you saw that he posted a loaf of bread. He took that money we gave him, and and, and uh, they bought that loaf of bread. Because that's the way that our community is. But, you know, I, we're not going to be able to fix this, CPR. We're not. We're Absolutely. not, right? All we can do is try, right? Mm -hmm. But Cliff said it. Danny said it. You said it. I said it. And it's one word. Research. Do your research. It's there for you to see for yourselves. Go on Google. Type in whatever you want to type in. And it's going to be there. I feel sorry for the artists because they're also, and I, I, this is off topic, but I want to bring it up because I think it's important. Yeah. Why artists are paying managers 
to do what they could do themselves. I don't, I, I'll never understand that. I'll never, I'll never get that. Why are you paying somebody to, to sell your t-shirt for $25? They keep 10, five goes to the company and you only get seven bucks. When you can sell it yourself, get five to the company and keep 20. Uh, you and I go back to when I first got on social media, I said they were lazy, uninspired, and, and they want people to do things for them. And that's what it has always been. Um, there's no way that any artist that is coming up on the social media world of freestyle can do things for themselves. Um, and, and, you know, they also have the question, if you're an artist and you have a brand new song and it's a great song and if the people that are pushing you are telling you, let's skip CPR show, let's skip DJ racer show, let's skip new York rhythm. You have to question that as an artist. You're like, why are we skipping these people? Because they may have information that they don't want you as an artist to find out. You know, because you may slip up and say, hey, I paid Fulano de Tal this amount of money to promote me. And it's like, well, the same people that they've already hit, you could have gotten for free. Exactly. You know? um, and what, yeah. what, what the artists don't understand is, for example, Cliff has a, a unique following. Racer has a unique following. You, Jose, have a unique following. I have a unique following, right? If these artists woke up and said, let me hit these individuals up, right? Guess what happens? That unique following spreads to everyone, right? right. And then not now, if their song is quality, because there's a lot of stuff I'm not going to comment on, right, that just shouldn't be played or should have never been made, mm -hmm. right? And then there's stuff that is just really great, right? So if you, it doesn't matter what the artist is. If they just took the time out of the day to reach out and forget about, oh, you know what, they're not talking to each other or I want mm -hmm. this, their song will be heard everywhere. And it'll be free, right? <laughs> and Cliff, Cliff, I, got, I have a question for you, uh, and I want an honest answer on this one. Yes, sir. When you do your mixes and you feature these new artists and play the new music, how many of them actually message you or call you and say thank you? I could probably count on one hand how many have. Yeah, and, and right. I, it gets so frustrating when I, when yeah. I do a mix, I post it, and I, I'll even list the songs so the artists can see and they. Nothing. Yeah, I, 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 had, I, I had an artist I, that I was playing for for um, I believe three months straight, and they were like, "Could you please not tag me with what? the song?" Yeah, I get. I, yeah, I but, that. What the? But I'm just telling you that I played it, so I tagged you, so you know that you're on the countdown, so you can play and you can hear yourself and what number you came out. And then my favorite one now is, "What number am I?" I'm like, "Press play." That's the whole point. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys a better one. On uh, on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., I have a, a DJ called DJ Flavio Nunez. He's from Brazil, live from Brazil, right? Yeah. Now, if you if you're a freestyle person, you know that in Brazil, freestyle's freaking cooking is hot, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know that he'll play artists' music, and artists will contact him and say, "I don't want my music being played in Brazil." <laughs> Why wouldn't you want your music being played in Brazil? It makes no sense. People love freestyle in Brazil. Like, it's and, and they'll buy your 12-inch record and pay $50 for shipping just to get it to Brazil. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> you don't want your music bootlegged in Brazil. You want it played, not bootlegged. It's a difference. Hey, 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 hey Cliff, what, one more question and I'll leave you alone. No, but we're good. How many, how many artists have gotten pissed off at you for remixing their music? <laughs> 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 
probably a few. And, and, you know, I'll leave an artist unmentioned. He was like, you know, hey, hey, next time, can you just play my track? And I'm like, no, it sucked that way. I needed to do it this way. And, you know, and the artist doesn't reach back out to me again. And, and, you know, going back to what we just talked about, right? They're spending money in the wrong areas. You know, take that money, reach out to a quality producer, a quality master, a quality editor to, to just change your track because, you know, they spend the money to go into the studio, get their, you know, vocals laid, then who's ever doing their music. And they say, shit, I can only afford that three minute radio version. I can't afford the five minute and 30 second extended version. So let me just use that. And that's what they got a radio version. Right. So now, no matter what, right. And it's okay. You play the whole thing, but some people like to say, you know what, now I'm going to take it apart. Right. I'm going to take this, I'm going to do this to it. And then you have your, you know, six minute version. Um, and you know, it's DJ friendlier. Um, and they should have just did that from the get-go, you know, because more people would have purchased a better quality song. You know, I, I say this about Willie Valentine all the time. You know, if you're going to spend your money to have Willie give you a freaking incredible break in your track, because, you know, all of us as DJs, you hear some shit in a break and you're like, oh, man, that song is great. The vocals could suck. But you hear that break and you're like, oh, man, yes. You know. Don't pay seven thousand to you know or whatever it is to go pay billboard. You know I don't know Willie's rates. Let's just say pay him seven hundred fifty dollars to do something. You know, um, spend it wisely. But to, back to your point, nobody's researching. They're just hurry up, give me a track. Let me give it to the to as Jose says, the IFC. I just want everybody to cheer for me on social media, and I'm good. Yeah, that's. I mean, easy. I mean, Cliff, how many times have I have I told you, man, yo, this song's like two minutes and thirty seconds, and then two days later, you come with me. Here you go, Danny. I got a beginning, <laughs> I got a middle, and now I got an end. And yeah. it's called the intro and the outro. Just give us that. Give us that, Emily. <laughs> so, um, before we go, um, you know, recently we lost uh, Freddie the Ed Rivera, and um, you know, I we I played tribute to him and um. Uh, DJ Cliff Potts has as well uh, with, with his mini mix and uh, I dedicated my show uh, to Freddie. Um, I'm going to go around the room. Um, what are your thoughts of uh, Freddie the Editor Rivera? I will start with Danny G. You know, so I didn't personally know him, but I'm very familiar with all his edits and everything that he's done and everything has just been phenomenal. Right? And I, I have a a folder that's that says Freddie the Edit Rivera, right? And you could just dig through and just pick pick things apart, and there's like, man, you just they're gems. They're all gems, right? So for me, you know, I say it like this: you know, God bless his family, God bless his soul. May he rest in peace. You know, there are not many people that do it like him, and you know, I just I hope that his his skill and trait just continues to live on and carry on. Racer. Uh, I just like Danny, I, I never I never met him in person or, or spoke to him, but you know, I, I did hear I mean, how do you not know Freddie the Edits? You, you know, Rivera, I'm I'm a type of DJ that I love my edits when I do mixes. I love the edits. Not not a lot of DJs do, but I love the edits. So just like like Danny, I have a folder. I'm gonna play some of his music on Friday as well. Uh, I, I found a, a seven minute mix he did for uh Freestyle Bangers Volume One. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that on Friday during the intermission. And uh, like Danny said, you know, uh, condolences to his family, and uh, it sucks. Uh, Cliff? 
Yeah, I mean, this one hurt, right? Um, I mean, you know, uh, Freddie and I talked all the time. Um, you know, we were we were supposed to do a mix together, um, and uh, I, I kind of I kind of disappointed him because I, I made it. I shifted in a different direction. Um, me and Alexis did a did a, a project together because we were working on something. So it was just a fit that. And I told Freddie, I said, Freddie, I know we're supposed to do this. But I'm working on a project with Alexi, so we're just gonna, you know, shift from that project into this mix. And uh, you know, Freddie said, "All right, cool, you know, but we we still need to do something." And you know, a few months ago, we were like, "All right, we're gonna get ready. Let let's bang this out." And uh, and then when I found out last night, um, you know, it hit me because I was like, "Shit, this was something I didn't get to do with Freddie, and it, it was, you know, something that was, you know, up on my list to work with, you know." Um, Freddie Rivera, you know, a true legend of the blade. And, um, you know, so when I put, I had to put my mini mix together between last night and today, um, I said, this is a perfect time. It's all, you know, it's, I think 13 minutes of Freddie, the edit edits. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I hope I did them justice. Um, you know, um, but yeah, you know, it, it's a loss for, it's a loss for the freestyle community. And the shame part is, is, you know, those who are in the IFC really don't didn't know about Freddie until his passing. Um, I I am lucky um, that I got to call Freddie the Eddie Rivera a friend for a long, long time. Um, and you know, we we stopped talking uh, about ten years ago. You know, because of dumb freestyle stuff. Um, he he was open again to speaking to me after I had my medical issue last year. And, um, you know, we were going to connect. Uh, and unfortunately, we couldn't. Um, we just didn't connect. But uh, what I will say this, um, you know, I had some really good times with him. I used to do the Ric Flair drop every time that I saw him edit and he would play for me. And it was awesome. I would drop to the floor and flop like a fish. And he would just bust out laughing. Um, he is probably the worst uh, litigator of all time because he was never he never took the bar. So I'll tell you a quick story. Um, so back in the CPR's clubhouse days, back in the 90s, um, I was a manager of a bunch of artists. And one of the artists became jealous of another artist. And um, they ended up leaving the camp. So they ended up suing me for $200. And I told Freddie. And Freddie's like, well, just pay him. Uh, I'll just, no, I'm sorry. I said, uh, Freddie, I'll just pay him. And they're like, Freddie, no, no, no. Freddie goes to me. No, CPR. You got to do a habeas corpus. And you gotta go there, and you gotta you gotta tell the you gotta tell the judge that you object to the stepfather being the lawyer for the artist. And believe you me, they're gonna see it your way. They're gonna take them out, and then you're gonna win. And I'm like, isn't habeas corpus something you got from the cable guy or something <laughs> like habeas corpus, right? So I show up, and and the judge is there, and the stepfather's there. The artist didn't show up. So he starts talking about the $200 and, and, you know, I had it in my pocket to give it to him and there was no issue. Um, but I, I, I remember Freddie in my head, you got to do a habeas corpus, right? So here we go. I'm like, your honor, a, a habeas corpus. And she's like, what, the hell are you, what are you talking about habeas corpus? I object to him being the lawyer because he's the stepfather. She's like, shut up. <laughs> do, you, do you have anything else? He goes, you know, I rule for 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 the the plaintiff, whatever. You know, and I'm like, so so I lost. She's like, yeah. I'm like, I was gonna give him the money anyways. I mean, I don't even know what I'm here, right? So, 
I go outside, I give him the $200 in cash. And he goes, well, now you got to pay my court fees for 150 bucks. I'm like, what the heck, you know? So I get a call from Freddie and I'm like, so how did it go? What do you mean? How did it go? What the hell is habeas corpus? I lost. And all you hear is ah! <laughs> so hard on the phone. And I'm like, now I got to pay him $350 because it's, it's, I have to pay him $150 in court fees. I'm like, I should have never listened to you. But it was hard for me to stay mad at him because of the laughter. And and even though I was so mad about the fact that it was going to cost me $350 instead of $200, I couldn't, I couldn't stay mad at him because his laughter would get you not to be mad at him. And he he's the type of person that would get red when he was angry, but he will get that same red when um when he was laughing so he lived in in this area for a while in, in new england and he became a staple of new england he also became a teacher to many um when you hear uh, the cpr's clubhouse podcast uh this week uh, you will hear a tribute to freddie the edit you will hear um some of the episodes from the legend of the blade you will see um a teacher versus student is um Terry Nice Visions Palmer, his student versus Freddie the Edit is the um, Love and Wisdom Edit Battle. Um, I think that Freddie is also responsible for the greatest remix edit that I've ever heard that's not meant to be freestyle, but he made it into freestyle. Is a song by Celine Dion uh, called Fade Away. He did a freestyle version to that with edits. And let me tell you, um, just the greatest uh, remake of a non-freestyle song made into freestyle with edits. He also did a Lady Gaga No Way. So for a long time, I was playing both. I didn't know which one to choose. Um, and and he did uh, original music for Caramello and TC. Um, you know, he, you could hear him in Reveal. Um, Willie Valentin has his own artistic story to discuss and which I'll try to do with him in the future here on, on an episode on how, the contributions that um, Freddie uh, had for um, artistic recordings and, and, you know, all the different friend of the edit Rivera remixes, all the um, uh, hype up edit um, uh, songs that he did. He did a George Lamont, what is love on Carlos Barrios's don't look back. He did a edits um, album for Mickey Garcia, Micmac records. Um, he had his own label, digital Genesis. Um, he had his partner, uh, his partner for editsplanet.com. He, he was, um, uh, partners with Joey Altura, and um, they had a great bond too. They were really, really close. So my condolences to him and to Pose, who he worked with as well, uh, Angel Cruz. Um, and these are people that I know that that they meant a lot to each other. He dedicated a song on one of his albums because um, for, for those of you that may not know Freddie the Edit, um, he loved edits, but he loved house music as much as he, as he loved edits. And he had a deal with Micmac and then a deal with Hot Productions. And um, he took a song and dedicated a song called uh, um, uh, I Got the Juice. Um, it's called um, Freddie and Myrna. And it's a song based on the founder of our show, Clubhouse Dance Music and Freestyle in New England, Jesus the Juice Vasquez. And in uh, it's a house song. It's, it's called I Got the Juice. It's amazing. Uh, and he he created Boongie House, you know, and I'm like, what is Boongie House? And he goes, you'll see. And then I, he let me hear all his productions. Um, and, and I could sit here and talk about Freddie for an hour um, and not do him justice. 
uh, what I will say is um, that there are a lot of people in the, in the freestyle community that are mourning him and that have been touched by him, his kindness and, and his prayers and his blessings. Who can forget Artie and Johnny O who against me um, and, and so much more contributions to our music. Um, so I want to say my condolences to the family and the friends of Freddy Dieta Rivera. Um, I'm sorry. I love you wherever you are. And um, I will see you soon. Um, and thank you guys for joining me here on, on CPR's Clubhouse Live. Um, I hope that we have more communications like this. And this is not the first and only time that we communicate. Uh, Danny, thank you for bringing us together uh, with your with your paragraph. Um, I hope the community got some education. Um, if not, you know, they're probably culpable because they want to go through with uh, people are hard handed. You know, they want to go ahead and they want to go through their own experience. And that's fine. I think we're, we're going to allow them to do that. Um, so, you know, just just use this video as, you know, we told you so. Everybody point. We told you so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's something that um, I guess people have to go through. But gentlemen, um, before we go, um, let me go around and talk about where they can find you. Um, so, Danny, we'll start with you. So, you guys can uh, find me uh, Monday nights on NYC Rhythm uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I, you know, I'd like to typically play freestyle as much as I can, but I dedicate my hour, two hours to a little bit of everything. If it, if it ain't freestyle, it's it's freestyle with house music or, you know, we'll blend in some of the new stuff with, with, with the old stuff and, you know, we'll, we'll have a good time. But that's genuinely where you find me at on a Monday night and on social media classified as a hater now. <laughs> uh, DJ Racer, where am I getting my award? Uh, you're going to get your award uh, when Cliff Potts gets thanked by every artist in his mix. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry, so Jose. There's still a chance. There's <laughs> still a chance. <laughs> what what can they find you, Razor? Uh, I'm 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 on Fridays. I'm I'm the late bird. I go on at 10:30 p.m. Eastern time. I'm in the West Coast, so for me it's only 7:30, and it works for me because of my work schedule. Uh, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that's the time I've been going on for years, and that's the time I'm gonna go on for for till I till I retire. Uh, and then on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I do a slow jam show, which I do one hour of slow jams. And the second hour is variety. Anything goes. And Fridays is the same thing. The first hour is variety and the second hour is freestyle. So I, I give like, the fact, I like the fact that everybody here has a format and a schedule. This is awesome. Uh, yeah. Cliff Potts, uh, where can we find you? Um, listen to CPR's Clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, yeah, you know. so you can find you can find um, Cliff Potts and Cheryl Rodriguez and I, uh, the CPR's Clubhouse crew. Um, you know, and you know, we came together with conversations like this. It wasn't like I I said, you know, Cliff, you have to be my DJ. It just it just became something that we connected. You know, when we got the um, we got the two hour slot on Party One Hundred One Nine. I just said, hey, are you guys interested in getting together and you do this part, you do this part? They're like, yeah, and we haven't missed one show yet. Every show has been new and crisp every week um and and that's something that i appreciate people that are responsible for for their segments but you can catch uh cpr's clubhouse um 9 a.m uh pacific time or dj racer time on on hot 977.com uh, um they they play us it's noontime eastern standard time that's on friday 
on Thursdays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Fridays 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. You can catch us on 90.7 FM WTCC, 4,000 watts, 45 minutes in any direction. It's Cheryl Rodriguez, Cliff Potts, and I, um, the CPR's Clubhouse crew, and you could use the TuneIn Radio app to look for 90.7 FM. And also, uh, you can catch us on Sundays on Party 1019, uh, the CPR's Clubhouse crew uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. And we're going to be expanding again, but we'll come with more information soon. Cliff, you got more work, I think. Yeah, 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 no problem, you know. I enjoy what I do, but, you know, we're I coming, will say... We're coming to XM Radio in 2023, <laughs> Racer. <laughs> you know, I, I will say, you know, just to, to close it out, you know, uh, uh, I know work that, you know, from an iRadio perspective, you know, uh, working with Danny in, in the past, you know, um, th- there's a lot of work behind the scenes that probably a lot of people don't know about. So, you know, uh, I, I appreciate everybody, everybody's hustle, but, you know, um, Danny and Racer, you know, you guys, um, you know, do it different than everybody else out there. So, uh, you know, uh, keep up the hard work because it's not easy, man. It's definitely not easy. And, uh, you know, don't fall in line with what everybody else is doing. Just keep yourselves unique. And I will continue to for you every year, sir. And I got one request for Danny G and Cliff. You guys got to do it one more time. Papa Beats, Cliff Potts, Danny G, <laughs> with, the, with the with the with the White Castle hamburgers in the background <laughs> on a Saturday night. You guys got to do it. You guys got to do it. We'll me, me, and Cliff, me, and Cliff have talked about this. We yeah. we will definitely get together soon, and we you guys will see us whether it be on in a live Facebook live pop up or some nonsense. We will definitely do it. You know, because you know for the for the community out there, they want to see that. You know, and, and they love seeing that. And, and 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 for the haters out there, they just they don't get how we all get along. That is what it is. Also, want to say we're going to make it very easy for you in the description of this video. You can find links to everyone on this panel. So if you want to check out uh, New York Rhythm, the, just click the link under the description. If you want to check out Music Lovers Radio or Freestyle Lovers Radio, the links will be there as well. Um, uh, whatever pages they're located, check out the links. Um, and uh, my cousin, for such a quality, I know you're watching. Uh, you owe me royalties for all the sales that I uh, got for you for putting your song as Mr. Exclusive on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought that up, so now you have to answer the question. Can you explain to Antonio, for the love of God, that Jay is the better looking half of TOQ? What? No, I can't. I can't do that because then I have to listen to my mom give me a speech for an hour. <laughs> You know, I love those um, guys. Those guys are amazing. Uh, Jay Rivera and and uh, Antonio Mercado are great quality people, and you can also check out um, their uh, show coming back for season two, Morning Coffee with Touch of Quality, which you guys also host um, live. Yes, at, at eleven a.m. on a Saturday morning is a great show with a a lot of great things happening. I was I was lucky enough to be a guest on season one, and the best part was the coffee. And this, uh, these donuts that they brought from uh, a, a local uh, donut shop, they were amazing. And, uh, and don't forget the gift. I got of you forgetting your pen. Ah, I got my pen. <laughs> it, it was my pen. And this, these are expensive. I don't I don't get corny pens. I get the expensive stuff. But, yeah, man, um, thank you guys so much. I, I hope to do this again soon. And, uh, you know, thank you very much for being part of CPR's Clubhouse Live. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank right. you.